The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now, y'all know there's no shame in my game, and life has been lifing lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash slang. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey Slayers, welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Tiffany Henry, the CEO of She Builds LLC. Hey Tiffany, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How about yourself? I am doing well. It is a little gloomy over here, but it's still a beautiful morning, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. It's, it's cold here in Michigan, so I understand. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. See, that's that. Oh, yeah, that's different. I always say, like, I don't, <laughs> is there certain states that I don't know that I would ever be able to live in because it's, it's, I, I can't do a certain amount of cold. It just, right. I, I don't know. Like my husband always be like, it's 50 degrees here. What would you do if we lived? I was like, I don't live there. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Coming from the West Coast, because I was born and raised in California, it's definitely a different feel. Oh, I'll yeah. Say, um, I can't stand the winter still. And I've been here five years. So <laughs> and y'all winters are different. I know down here in the DMV, I went as a uh, weird but that is it's it's still like I'm like well it ain't as cold as it is <laughs> exactly <laughs> well can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started 
Yes, ma'am. So um, again, I am Tiffany Henry. I am the CEO and co-founder, or founder, not co-founder, um, She Builds LLC. Um, it actually, I started it um, officially, gave the name She Builds LLC um, about a year ago, but it started out under my social platform, She Speaks, which is Sisters Helping Empower, which I um, really focus on um, empowerment, motivation, self-growth, um, from there, I host different events every year. I do a women's conference because I am also a pastor. Um, so I do a women's, a women's conference every year with my congregation. And then I also host outside events um, everywhere else doing different women empowerment events just to be a help and a light, you know, to those that are in need with being a domestic violence, um, I say, overcomer, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, I really love to expound on women understanding who they are, who they are, and our purpose. Even though we might face different challenges and things in life, it doesn't take away from who we are and why we were created. We all yeah. have, we all have, you know, something that God created us to do, right? And so in that, I just really make it my, my focus and my purpose. Um, every Monday, I do what I call Motivational Mondays, where I really just find different biblical scriptures and expound on those to for people to apply them to their everyday lives mm. so they're able to have some type of encouragement or empowerment throughout the week whether they go to church don't go to church whatever the case is but really tapping in and understanding who we are like i said whose we are and why we were created yeah no i think that's so important one of the things that, that as you were talking um i know i've seen this conversation come up you know recently a lot because you know a lot of women are out here now you know like yourself and myself um <laughs> wanting to empower women right and mm -hmm. it, it seems like it's very and I'm using my air quotes like cliche right <laughs> like what is women empowerment why does it you know mm -hmm. when you're doing these type of things and I and I was just going to speak for myself when I started like saying like that's what I want to do I felt like am I kind of boxing myself into this like mm -hmm. phrase women empowerment um and then I realized, no, because I'm talking about something different, but it's all, you know, kind of in the mm -hmm. same thing. And so my question is, like, why do you think it's so important for like this movement of women empowerment? Because that in itself is a movement, because I, I feel like even though each person who's talking about something different, we're speaking to our own people, right, who are mm -hmm. going to be able to understand. And that those are the people that, you know, God has assigned to us. That's what I believe. Right. Um, okay. Why do you think it is, you know, so important to be a part of the women empowerment movement? I feel it's important because I feel as women, we wear many hats. We do mm -hmm. many things. We're not just a mom. We're not just a wife. We're not just a daughter, a sister, you know, whatever, a friend. But we wear so many different hats as, you know, business owners or just regular, you know, white collar employees or whatever the case is. And in that, we have to remember who we are. And I hate the, the what's the word I'm looking for? I hate the, the stigma that they try to place that women can't, we can't get along. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to figure out where they came up with this, you know, idea that women can't get along because we can get along. I've yeah. seen it time and time again. Now, there might be things that transpire to where we might not be able to agree or stand with <laughs> another, right? But that's in every relationship. Correct, correct. But 
in that, I, I know for a fact it's important because, you know, the Bible tells us iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So in that, when it comes to us as women, guess what? Your your positivity sharpens my positivity. And together we can do something life changing. We can do something different. We could show the next person, hey, guess what? We're able to do this together. Come on and join in and let's continue to make this happen. Yeah. Because needed we go through like i said so many different things sometimes you get so caught up being a mom you forget you're still human you still have life you still have to self-care and all these different things so why not allow yourself to be about something positive yeah that can be life-changing and impactful for anybody and it really doesn't matter what um niche you have in that area because at the end of the day it all comes together and it's working to help somebody yeah we're called to different people we might not be able to reach the masses but we're able to reach a certain people and i might know somebody that you can help you might know somebody that i can help and it just it's it's a domino effect yeah forward mentality if you will but being able to reach and help as many as we can because we have to be reminded i have to be reminded (laughs) you know that I'm, i'm truly worth something and what i'm doing is for something great you know yeah No, I definitely agree with that. One of the things that when you were saying in the beginning, like, I don't know how we got to this place. I don't think it was anything for me personally. I don't think it was anything that was one thing after another because we, you know, specifically like in the black community we always know mm-hmm. that like the black woman is strong in the center that I think it's the more kind of to like what your uh original name to your uh, business was she speaks or you're saying your social media mm-hmm. platform is like mm-hmm. not feeling like we had a voice right Mm -hmm. and so for me I feel like this gives power to our voice to be able to say like no we do have we we are something in somebody else other than these labels that have been put Mm -hmm. on us which is one of the reasons why I think slaying self-doubt is so important because I've said before on here and everywhere that it was so many people that when you know the podcast came was like oh I suffer from it too and the whole time I thought I was by myself right like I didn't even know that this was anything that more people actually struggle with and then over some time you like even recently in the last couple of years you hear people talking about fear talking about overcoming mm-hmm. their doubt like all these different books coming out uh, you know uh, black women are writing and it's like now wait a minute like where what but so I include all of that in like the women empowerment because mm-hmm. it all is giving voice to something that we all are secretly dealing with right but collectively we all are going through it so yes welcome to the journey sis like we all <laughs> together, right um so speaking of slaying self-doubt um i know as you were talking about you know just like your transition into um in in all the facets and things that you do as far as being a wife a mom a pastor you know encouraging other people how has self-doubt showed up in your journey Self-doubt has has been honestly a journey I've had since a kid, honestly. Um, I battle with, um, it's a very rare bone disease, and it caused me to, at the age of 36, to have both of my hips replaced. Oh, wow. Um, And for me, I doubted a lot of things because of my passion for so many things. Mm. I grew up dancing and, you know, doing cheer. And it was like, as a young girl, at what I think I had my first hip surgery at the age of 11. And it changed my dynamic 
for me physically. Yeah. And so it was like hard because now I'm being teased at school and, you know, now I'm not able to do the things that I used to do. Like I had to relearn how to ride a bike and yeah. you know, different things. So it's like, I doubted myself as a person um, because I just didn't feel normal anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I battled with depression, suicide, and it was something that just continued to stem over, you know, even in my adult life, because it was just a battle. That one thing turned into so many different things because then it was like, okay, you know, being told I might not be able to birth children, you know, that was a stigma for me. Like, okay, so if I I fall in love when I get older and I I get married, am I going to be able to reproduce and build this family that I desire, you know? And so it was like, I I doubted so many things. And even as I was able to do those things and I was very fortunate and blessed and excited, but at the same time, it was just certain things as life progressed, like, okay, am I going to be able to run after my kids? Am I going to be able to, you know, do this and that? And it's just that whole piece of doubt and then stepping into ministry at a young Mm. age and, you know, people looking at you funny because you've been married and divorced and, you know, still battling with your own self things. And it's just like, okay, am I good enough? Yeah. Am I truly good enough to ride out this journey? Am I good enough, you know, to be a mom, to be a wife? And am I good enough to be an author? Am I good enough to be a pastor? Am I good enough to do all these things, even though my heart is in the right place? Yeah you're you know constantly I don't I don't like to say beat up but when those negative words start getting hit at you you know thrown your way you do look at things a little different and it get that that fear the doubt mm-hmm. it and it's like for me I was silent for so long and honestly if it wasn't for my husband like I I probably would still keep myself in that box but he said you have an amazing story and you have so much to share to help so many stop being quiet come on husband you know <laughs> I didn't take until 28 you know <laughs> 27, 28 for somebody to truly speak that type of life into me. Yes, my pastors were, you know, a big, a big thing too, but it, it just was something different hearing it from someone different. Yeah. Yeah. It just it hit really big when he was just like, no, you need to step out here. Like you need to allow your voice to be heard and let people know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not what your situations and circumstances are. You're your own person. Let that gift be shown. And yes. So truly been my focus come on husband like that is those type of things and I, what I was going to say is like you know I don't know why I took but it's it's something about the person who chooses you right yeah. because at the end of the day <laughs> marriage is a choice the person yeah. who chooses you seeing something in you right that mm-hmm. maybe you see in yourself but you think I'm I'm lunching, right? That's right. that's what you think. Like I, <laughs> I, I must be tripping something. Yeah. I'm I'm bugging. This is not really what it is. But mm-hmm. then when that person sees that in you, it's like, well, well if he see, maybe, maybe, maybe I right. was right, you know. <laughs> and so I, I I get the feeling, sis. I, I know all about <laughs> it. Um, but I also believe, like you said, like our your story led you up into that place, right? And mm-hmm. when we bloom, which I I understand exactly what you're saying. Like when I got in, when I started slaying self-doubt like the like okay I'm gonna go full into walking in I'm like 38 years old right like I'm (laughs) in my eyes I'm like I'm a whole old lady right like what is (laughs) what is happening who changes directions in their career at this point in their lives in something so 
to me at the moment random right but we know nothing about god is random um it seemed like it was random but i believe that that's what makes the difference of it being like a god thing right because you know it's not true like i've every time i said this is trust me if it was up to me i would still be (laughs) the job i was at right like this is not me this is a god thing so everything that happens is him you know really uh pushing us forward but mm-hmm. I also I think that it's a, a, what you're a part of your story and saying that like self-doubt just kind of you know stay with you or was with you at such a young age is a lot of people's stories right it may mm-hmm. look different for everybody else but like carrying that what, what I call like a secret struggle right because yeah when you're going through things in my mind as, and as a mom, I'm sure for you too, when stuff happens with your kids, right. We tend Mm -hmm. to be like, you're going to be fine. Everything could be okay. You know, just, you know, we're going to get through this together, but we don't know as kids what they're thinking to themselves, what they Mm -hmm. are telling themselves, even they're in um, part of what she says, like, why they take him it's like you feel like oh, my parents are supposed to say this right yeah. my pastors are supposed to say this the people who raised me and love me they're supposed to tell me that everything right. is going to be okay but really um like I have to believe it for myself so my question mm-hmm. to you is is that what what did you do during that time and even what do you do now like that kind of helps you combat that self-doubt like and do you remember a distinct moment where you were kind of like okay Tiffany you you were lunching like (laughs) (laughs) yes I actually you know it's funny you said that so to kind of backtrack a smidge to go Mm -hmm. more so in 2014 I lost my son um he was three years old oh I'm so sorry passed away from an accident and it it changed me in so many ways because I was, like I said, already battling with my own self-doubt and different mm-hmm. things. And it was like, I put so much focus into my children. Like that was, for me, that was the victory. Like, hey, I'm a mom. I'm killing it being yeah. a mom. And then this happened. Mm. Like, you know, you want to be that protector. And it's like that one second that you can't protect. You're just like, wait a second. Like, let's re-evaluate this whole situation. Yeah. And honestly, wasn't until, and it's probably going to sound crazy, but I, um, like I said, I battled with, with suicide attempts. And at that particular time, it had probably been a couple months after he passed that I just checked out. Mm. I couldn't take the pressure. I couldn't take the weight because it's like, I didn't just have the weight of myself. I had my daughter. Yeah. And very close. They're five years apart, but they're very close. And it was just like, okay, I can't, I want to take her hurt, but I don't want people to see my hurt. And I just, I exploded. And mm. like at that moment, um, when I went to the behavioral hospital, it was seven days that I stayed there. And my husband and I weren't married yet. We were talking about dating, if you will, because we tried before and I was like, nah, we were back at it again and it was him coming every day and praying with me and speaking life into me mm. and like a back and forth thing. Cause I'm like, how is it? I'm in such a broken place yeah. but still trying to be a light for people. And I found myself walking around, you know, the hospital reading my Bible and they would always ask me, do you want to talk to the chaplain? I'm like, nah, I have, I'm good in my faith. I don't need no extra outside stuff. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, we good. And, <laughs> right. Exactly. And it wasn't until they were like, he really wants to talk to you. 
because you know the nurses are kind of nervous you don't really talk much and you know this and that and I'm like is that a bad thing like I'm not doing anything wrong you know and so with talking to him he was just like why are you here mm. he was like I know you have you're having a moment because you know you're grieving that's a part of grief yeah said, but you're very sound in where you're at and you understand and know so much he was like, what do you do? You know, so we're having our own little personal, you know, Bible talk, if you will. And I, he was just like, I think you're going to be fine. He was like, if you just keep holding on to your faith, I think you're going to be fine. And I was like, that's all I have. I don't have anything else at this mm-hmm. point. And every night we had um, like a group session before we all went to bed. And it seemed like every night for those seven days, somebody said how something that I said to them helped them feel better and let mm-hmm. them know able to do something once they left and I was just like but I ain't really saying you know in my mind and so I'm just like okay and it was like that day that I went home I just feel like everything just changed like in an instant Mm. and I'm just like okay and I was like I, I just hit the ground running and in that God shared to me you know this is your time of building so mm. build and I'm like, well, what am I building? You yeah. know, and really I took that time to build myself, mm-hmm. my self-confidence, my self-worth, continue to focus on my daughter, eventually became married um, and pregnant again, you know. And so it's like I kept building and that became my thing. And I made it a point after every post that I posted on social media, I said building time mm-hmm. because it was truly my time of building. And in the midst of me building me, I was helping build others Mm. and I wasn't afraid to say, listen, I'm still broken. I'm still hurting. I'm still struggling in some areas, but I have to be obedient and do the assignment that he called me to do. It's a big one. It's a heavy one, but I'm still making it. And that's what I held on to. And I had this little, um, I got it at Walmart, but it's these little index cards, but it's in like a little spiral bound notebook. Mm -hmm. And I would write down every day a positive scripture that I could reference when I was feeling down. Mm. So as I continued on my healing journey and grieving, I would always go back to those cards. I actually started doing them again, actually. And I just reflected on those positive things, even positive quotes, anything positive. That was my thing. And I held on to it and I still do. Yes. No, I love that. So um, first of all, thank you so much for your transparency and sharing that with us. Um, But I could tell as you were telling the story that we don't, it's always sounds like you say, I know it sounds crazy. And because it's, (laughs) It only makes sense to people who understand what it what it means, right? It's not it really isn't crazy. It's God, right? Yeah. That in your most broken place, that He can transform that. Like nine times out of ten, anybody who has a story or a testimony to tell, it will come from something that is like you never believe what came up out of this, right? <laughs> you you won't believe it because it doesn't make sense to how he's going to use those tragic moments in our lives to be able mm-hmm. to propel us forward. And what you said was even in your building and your rebuilding of yourself, like you were inspiring other people. And I think that that's another part of this, um, you know, women empowerment <laughs> movement, right? Yeah. Is like, 
we're showing people the real, right? Because one of the things when I started slaying self-doubt was like, well, Lord, I can't do this until I actually don't have self-doubt anymore, right? And it Mm -hmm. took me a while to realize like, no, this is a part of the journey because it doesn't necessarily go anywhere. It doesn't end. And you need to show people what it looks like in real life because what people assume it looks like in the end, everybody's end looks different. Everybody's journey looks different. All you're doing is sharing is like, yeah, okay, today, yesterday was great, right? Yesterday was a great day. It was amazing. I feel amazing, all of that stuff. And today is like, yesterday didn't even happen, right? (laughs) But that is, (laughs) that is literally like the flow of how self-doubt happens and how growth happens, right? Because even the good, the good days and the bad days add up to um, how we, become the women that we are right now right because we can look back and say man like I got through that which means that anybody else who comes through our path who is struggling in that area we can share like Mm -hmm. I made it right like I made it through my worst this the the, my life is a testimony right so if I if I can then let me continue to encourage you to do that Mm -hmm. um and I love the fact that you're saying like, and I've heard before about using, you know, of course, we all know like positive quotes, but positive um, um, Bible scriptures as well, because a lot of times we don't necessarily go directly to that, even though we know it's in there. And I will right. say for me, sometimes I, I is it, it's not, I guess if I actually took the time, I'm, I'm using, I'm saying it's difficult, but I think yeah. if I actually took the time to find some, I would know, but there's certain ones that I know, like, I have been standing on the same one for a while, which is uh, Judges 614, go with the strength you have, I'm sending you. But yeah. it's like, when you read it and you know, I'd be like, that was for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's times where I have to just remind myself, like, Felicia, go with the strength you have, right? Even recently, I was watching a sermon and they um, were talking about Exodus. And I was like, oh, I got to watch this because I know this is my story, right? Because what God and Moses had going on, like I was, I was Moses. I was like, well, Lord, like it ain't no way you asking me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't be the person you want to go. So watching that story, I'm like, well, no, clearly it, it this, uh, which also lets you know, like you're not the only one, right? Yeah. If this happened, then I'm still going through it. It really is a reflection of what happened. But even in that scripture, it's like God asks, what's in your hand? And I always have to remind myself, like, what do I already have? I I have enough to go forward. So whatever it is I already have, God has already equipped me with that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, even if y'all want to take them two scriptures, go right ahead and take two. (laughs) I I gave you the two. I I gave you the two. Hold on to (laughs) If you're not sure, there you go. You got at least two that you can you can hold on to and have in your arsenal. (laughs) Um, So what have you learned about yourself that you didn't know before? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-roll or mid-roll ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. Honestly, I didn't know that I was this strong. Mm. like you hear it people tell you and that's what I've heard since my son passed away like you are such a strong person you've gone through so much you're such a strong person and I'm like yeah okay 
But it wasn't until I listened to, and I, oh, God, I miss her, um, Whitney Houston song, um, I Didn't Know My Own Strength. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that is. That uh-huh. <laughs> As I really started to listen to her song, it's just something that just clicked. Like, mm-hmm. I am strong. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, there are some things that, you know, if the next person dealt with it, it would have took them out. If the next person, you know, dealt with it, they could have committed a crime. You know, all these different things going go through your mind. And it's just like, God, I am strong. Yeah. Like, literally, like. I'm strong, even in some of my weak areas, like I'm still strong. And I I thank God for the strength, because honestly, if I didn't have him, like, I honestly don't know where I would be. And just knowing that I could tap into my strength through him, like, I'm solid. And that was the one thing that I honestly just saw, like, hey, you overcame a whole lot. Mm -hmm. you to overcome a whole lot you just got to stay focused so yeah that that's really my thing <laughs> yeah no I think that that's not you know I, I you know I ask every interview every guest right the same question and you I, I get that a lot like I didn't know how strong I was and I think that some of that also has to go with um just kind of how we view ourselves, right? As women, like, uh, you know, I don't want to be strong. What does strength look like, right? Yeah. Is it, does it look like muscles, right? Or does right. it look like, <laughs> you know, I heard, I had uh, another guest say that she was like, I don't want to use the word strong because it had such a negative connotation to her personally, mm-hmm. right? But she was like, I think resilient is the, you know, the word I want to yeah. use. And I've heard other people, you know, say different things. It's like, but it the reality is, is that in the end, we are strong because of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those things that to your point, like everybody is not meant to carry what we carry. Right. Mm-hmm. Every, like he knows exactly who, whose battles are going to, who's yeah. going to be tested. Right. Like yeah. this is, this is the test for you. This is for you. And it, yeah. it really isn't like we, we have a tendency when things happen to be like, why me? Why did, why, why God, why'd you give this to me? Like, you yeah. could have gave me something else. That's what you think, oh. <laughs> right? But no, you, you're not built to carry that. You're not built to yeah. carry whatever that is for somebody. Like, you're built to carry this for what he needs you to use it for later on down in life, right? And yeah. so um, I think we are strong. And the moment we recognize our strength within mm-hmm. him and our own personal strength to be able to persevere through the things that we're going to go through, child, we would be... Honey, yes. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I, you know, and we see the strength in in other women, which I think is so important about being like why we do what we do, right? Because someone else sees our strength, right, and then they're able to say like, "Oh, I can't because she did," right? And this mm-hmm. is definitely, you know, it's important. We we don't recognize that that's the role that God wants us to play, but. Hey, right. man, we in it now, right? Like you said, <laughs> yeah. we just being we uh, we being obedient. Like I just, I don't, I don't really know what else to do except for to you know to be obedient. Um, okay. so let's talk about. Uh, I noticed your shirt says she and um she builds, she speaks. Let's talk about it all. What is you 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 said it earlier and you said it real fast. So what does she stand for? <laughs> so in the beginning I feel like she has just become this big thing that I didn't think would be this big Mm. (laughs) but um in the beginning my she 
was Sisters Helping Empower. I have this saying, um, which I have on a shirt somewhere, but um, it says, let your sis be for real. Mm. And in that, I feel that, and that's from me watching social media. I mean, not social media, but reality TV. Yeah, okay. I would get so frustrated because, you know, it's every time a fight happens, oh, say something, sis. You know, it was so negative. Yeah. And I'm like, why do they have to make that word that's meant to show so much love mm-hmm. and unity sound so bad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And my whole thing, like, let your sis be for real. If you're going to call me your sister, mean that with love, mean mm-hmm. that with passion, mean that, you know, with something positive. I don't want it to be something negative, you know? Yeah. yeah. I- you it's because i love you it's because i care for you because i want to see you win you know there's some positivity behind that word Mm -hmm. and so that was my whole thing with us as women which i feel like it's been opened up to men too so that's why i was i kind of got to figure this out because like a lot of guys have gotten on like man like you saying some real stuff i'm like well maybe they got a wife they gonna help or something (laughs) (laughs) like that was my biggest thing you know sisters helping empower let's Mm -hmm. help empower each other let's be that strength and lifeline to each other because it's definitely needed yeah that so many things have kind of birthed out of that um right now this one that i have on it says um who is she and so the big she it has um what does it say sassy humble heroic heavenly saved, empowered sophisticated enough and eloquent mm. it's just again positive in the she there's yeah. so much positivity inside of us that we truly have to tap back into we can think about the negative things you know that we can and that comes easy right (laughs) but what are the positive words that we can find behind that what Mm. are the words that we can tell you know to our sister and so that's being like my biggest thing is showing that you that unity that love that togetherness that you know um restoration all of the above if you yeah and just letting that Letting that be the focus. Yes, yes. I love it. I love the uh the meaning behind it. Like you said, like pulling out the positive. And I agree with you, even though reality TV is my guilty pleasure, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you hear so many things. And I also think that this is where the counteracting happens, right? Because I've seen this uh conversation that was happening on social media about women empowerment things, and it was like, you know the people who were doing it were like their energy behind it was negative right and they were using it in a negative connotation to kind of be like like one up in people or you know they were saying like these are the mean girls being like you can't be a part of this crew but you're calling it a women empowerment thing right which makes things so you know it's like it makes things difficult for the people who would like no for real i literally am out here trying to empower other women like i i actually need it right um (laughs) but i think that that makes what we do so important in being able to share our stories because you can see the genuineness right you know that it's not just about putting your name up somewhere or creating you know a uh a platform for yourself like I think that you have to be able to have the for me anyway like the discernment of like what's a real empowerment and what's just like oh y'all just want to get together and go say got it (laughs) got it got it got it it. that's different (laughs) um so I know you said that you have this building time right and that is what what does that look like for you What, what and what would that look like for our listeners Honestly, with building, like it's, it's going back to the foundation, 
what are you standing on? Mm. What, what, what do you have that solid beneath you that's going to keep you afloat? I taught a while back and God forgive me for not remembering everything, but I broke down truly having that ground zero. All mm. right. You have the construction crew, you have the bulldozers, you have the jackhammers, you have all these things. All right. We're breaking down the foundation. We're pulling up the cement. Now we're getting stuff back together. We're making yeah. sure they're leveled out because what you don't want is to have those cracks for the weeds to come and grow. Cause guess what? It's going to break up your foundation. It's going to mm-hmm. cause some issues. Guess what? You're going to have to rebuild and redo this thing again. Cause you don't want to just put the cement in the cracks to seal it back up. Right. No, right. Move, you know what I mean? And so really standing back on what keeps you grounded, what mm-hmm. keeps you solid that you can continue to build off on. For me, my foundation is God. Mm-hmm. I had to get myself back in that place of, okay, I know for me, he's real. That's who, you know, I love, I, I worship, and that's my focus. Man's not my focus because yeah. you'll get so caught up in following man and what man has that you'll forget who created us. Right, right. You know, and so that was my whole thing. Okay, I have to get back to my foundation. Okay, I have him right here. Now I have to remember where I came from. What did I overcome? What has made Tiffany who Tiffany is? Mm. All right, God, take out the negative stuff. Let's put in some positive stuff so I can keep building. I had to change the way I thought. I had to change the way I was speaking. I had to change the people I associated myself, things that I listened to because I found myself and I laugh all the time because a bishop I heard years ago would say you have to be careful with music because music will change the way you feel in that day and i realized that i had this bad habit when somebody made me mad don't think ti or jay-z wasn't getting finna get put on and it's gonna keep me hype you know you can't do that you know so i was just like okay let me find something now i can listen to it and not be affected right yeah (laughs) at that time like my mind was just somewhere else okay now i'm ready to fight i'm ready yeah Right, you like, no. you throwing on nuck if you buck out this. Yes, you know what I'm saying. A little scrappy, whoever. Like you ready? And I'm like, okay, no, I can't do that. I have to change how I perceive things, how I look at things, even mm-hmm. when it comes to communication. I have to laugh because certain things that I see now, if I saw a few years back, instantly, oh, I'm mad. I gotta add. Yeah, you. yeah. And it's like now. I process it like, okay, so let me look at it from their perspective before I see it from my perspective mm-hmm. so I could attack the situation. That's and growth so- right there. That's growth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my whole thing with my building time. We have to get at ground zero, start at the foundation. Let's make sure that it's smooth. Let's make sure there's no cracks, can't nothing seep in to get there. Yeah. Of course, always have something that's going to try to uproot itself or what have you, but how can you block it? Yeah. How can you allow yourself to be in a situation or place, if you will, to just say, you know what, enough is enough. That's not where I'm at anymore. Yeah. No, I love that because I think that a lot of times that's what that's how we get thrown off our game. Right. When our foundation (laughs) is not stable, when we are standing on multiple things. Right. When you're listening to not only music, but people. Right. You're listening to other people like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you are going into it, whatever it is. Right. It will. Yes. You it don't take much to just get you right off your right off your uh, foundation like it needs to be. (laughs) Cement, what they say, full tough, like it needs to be yeah. 
<laughs> it need to be enough to be like you may be swayed right but you you're not gonna break right you're not and that's the the goal behind it um so i love that it, creating your own foundation and i think also it's like you said you have to figure out what works for you what works mm-hmm. for me is not necessarily what works for tiffany what works for tiffany yeah. doesn't work for felicia right we right. It may be similar but whatever whatever i'm standing on in my season is going to look different season through season right that's another thing because whatever your foundation may have been at 25 may mm-hmm. not be at 45 right because mm-hmm. we grow and so then mm-hmm. that means that you gotta you may have to take it uh, we we've talked about this um on the podcast before like you may have to pulse right you may do need to do a little rerouting and uh you know pivot a little bit like okay this is not gonna work no more i gotta let this go in order to be able to move forward um so i want to talk about the book once damaged goods um that came out at the end of 2021 um mm-hmm. tell us about it Whew, that's my baby. Um, <laughs> if I if I didn't birth out anything in my life, that right there is is me in a nutshell. Honestly, um, I've been working on this book forever, um, mm. probably since my early twenties. And the crazy thing with this is, um, I was in the midst of my domestic violence relationship, mm. and after we had broke up, I guess he didn't like to break up or what have you. And me get walking away, he broke into my house. Mm. And, so everything that I had. And when I tell you the very laptop that had my book was on this laptop and I cried and they were like, okay, stuff can be replaced. I said, but you can't replace this book. Like yeah. I've been on this for a while. And um, it was in that. And God was just like, retell it. You weren't telling it anyway. Mm. So tell the story. Yeah. I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> so it's the process of, Re, you know, rewriting the story and telling the story. I had to dig a little deeper. I had mm-hmm. to expound on some things, and it really just, man, it it knocked me out, if you will, in the midst of it because I knew I had to share these very things to be a help to somebody. Yeah. And in the book, I talk about so many different things. I talk about, um, like I said, domestic violence, abuse, um, marriage, divorce, um, grief. Um, what else? Molestation, all these different things that I faced as a kid growing up and as an adult. Mm-hmm. And in that, I, I, I made it as transparent as, as, as I could. Yeah. Be a help and a light to somebody. Because like you were saying earlier, you know, there's so many different things inside of us that help us to be that light and that guy. And we doubt even in books, because I doubted even writing it. Like, so I feel like everybody's going to just judge me, talk about me. Like, how can I be a pastor? And I'm talking about how I was married, divorced, went through abuse and all these things while being in ministry. And people still have, you know, have faith in what I do, you mm-hmm. know, for God. And how was that going to look? And it's literally as of what, a few days ago, I've sold over 500 books, not even trying to push it really. Mm. because I even doubted in the midst of my release because people that said they would help, that would mentor, that would guide. It was like everything went to the pit. And Mm. I was like, this wasn't the time. Maybe this wasn't, you know, the season for me to do this, but it just, it became even the more something that people asked for. I didn't have book club requests and everything else. Let's go. What's been said. And I'm like, to me, it wasn't even that deep, you know? So now I got everybody like, where's book two? (laughs) Hold on. Like y'all asking for a thousand things at one time. (laughs) 
I'm one person still working nine to five. So, you know, I'm trying to make it work for everybody in the midst of everything, but I'm, I'm definitely working on book two and getting that out. But it's just one damage is just truly my baby. And like Cardi B said, when she came out with, uh, what is that? Bodak yellow. It's always going to be one damage goods. Like yeah. that, is the, that is my foundation to everything. She speaks. Yeah. That is the baby that I carry, that I birthed, and means the world to me. And that'll be something that I forever stand on. Because we were were something somewhere. And our stories will always be different. But just know that that once means no more. Yeah, I know that. I know that's right. Okay, one that was that was before, right? Once before. upon a time, all right. That's before. That's not current, right? But no, congratulations, and I think it just speaks to uh, the testament uh, again of like what God's going to do that we don't understand. Like this is, uh, I I don't know why this. How how did we get here? Right? Like you'd be like, I was just telling my story, but you don't know who it's meant. Like you don't know who it's meant to touch. And when we write it in one season of our lives, we're not even thinking about the fact that five years from now, someone else is going to listen to this podcast or someone else is going to read this book or someone else is going to watch that video, right? And be going through the exact same thing that you're going through because what we're doing in sharing our story is saying it's happened before me, right? Mm -hmm. To someone else, it happened to me. I'm sharing it. And someone after me is going to go through the same thing. So this is a part of our responsibility responsibility of speaking up because mm-hmm. it ain't just going to end right no. like we're we're not like these things that we go through unfortunately is not just going to be like it ends with us like we would like for that to happen but yeah <laughs> it's not the way it's not the way it works people it just is the way it works um but yeah thank you so much for sharing your story thank you for coming to talk to us this morning um how can people connect with you tiffany if they want to get the book they want to oh before we go into that you say on mondays you do something um is that something everybody's a part of or you gotta be in michigan yeah no oh no (laughs) Facebook. I do it every Monday. It's called Motivational Monday. Um, and yes, I do it every Monday on Facebook um, at She Speaks to You. So Facebook.com, She Speaks to You. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, I just every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I just go live and, you know, I let God take over and do what he's going to do. And yeah, I have, yeah. I have fun with it and they have fun with me. So I just, I like to joke around and do whatever so it, it's always something new I love to give gifts and stuff like that so every Monday I end up blessing somebody with something um just to say my thank yous and how mm. much I appreciate them just for for listening you know yeah so, I love it <laughs> I love it I love it y'all so uh I'll make sure the link is in the show notes for the book I'll make sure the link is in the show notes for the Monday um motivation motivation Monday what yeah what you say Monday. well okay I was like, wait a minute what did I just say um but how else can people connect with you Tiffany where can they find you on um Michelle Obama's worldwide web <laughs> um yeah so i um i finally got i'm getting help to certain things these days so i finally created a link tree so (laughs) to make it easy for everybody whatever platform you choose to pick you can pick but you can definitely find me on link tree at she builds 21 um what is that link tr.ee slash she builds 21 yeah um (laughs) and um that has all my social media from tiktok which i do motivational um things every morning during the week um 
and um, my Facebook, like I said, and how to get the book and things like that. I also have my website, um, shespeakstoyou.com, um, that you can also get the book off of, and I have blogs on there as well. So. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Thank you so much, <laughs> Tiffany. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your story, y'all. All the information will be in the show notes. I'll make sure you got her link tree. Um, because I was thinking to myself, like, what do they say? They got so many of them things. I was yeah. actually when you said it, I was like, no, that's the wrong one I was thinking of. Um, but <laughs> but I will make sure that all of that information is in the show notes. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you are so welcome. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.